Welcome to Tony Steak Podcast. You can feel the air, the love that Joe, Joe is in the building. Yeah, Joe is in the building and welcome to Tony's Take Podcast. This is episode 70 and this is sports. As always, I am Sean and joined with me, we've got the man chewing Wrecking Ball. That's him. We've got Tony. What's going on? What's and, going on? And off-road Andy. Yeah, I do not have a Subway sandwich, but I am enjoying a nice raspberry beer. He is enjoying it. Hot summer day, is it hot? It's still yes. hot. It's Everything relatively hot. Over it's, 90 is hot. It's yeah. Southern California, all of the states on fire. It's never going to be cold ever again. No, just the northern and part of the state. Enjoy the chicken classic uh, footlong no. at Subway, available to you. Okay. I, no, there's still a fire in Idlewild, isn't there? Oh, I don't know. But actually, I, actually, funny I about been ke- keeping up on the fire. Idlewild, because my mom told me about that fire going on up there and how, like, campers up there, like, because they have, like, little camp schools and stuff yeah. out there and camp schools like science i, I did a camp and, up there uh, like, they like an astro red camp, and shit yeah an astro camp yeah. up there my mama was telling me how like oh kids got evacuated but we used to go up there for cross-country camp when i was in high school but we would go up end of august but it was funny because she was all like oh did, could it have been your fellow cross-country family and i was like no Fam- we went i saw about 400 cross-country kids right here by uh the, the high the local high school yeah. All running. It was uh, yeah, it happens scary. These, I was like, oh, these, hopefully there's a break and get these through summer these. summer mornings, the practices are usually at 8 a.m. It's not a morning. This is right now. The, sometimes over. they do double days and stuff. I remember my junior year and my, yeah, my two senior year. I had to do two days. Run like five to eight miles in the morning, and then in the afternoon around like six or seven when it would cool off, I'd have to go on like a nice like three to five-mile run again. That was that was the life of the pony. Yep. High Tony school sports. Pony. What a thing. Yeah, long but we like ago. professional sports here too. We do yeah, like professional sports. We don't that. ever talk high school sports. Maybe we should. Nothing. We could if there's exciting. Just modern day did something. Area. This uh, it's the only school that matters, the, right? I think the quarterback, the like, he's either a sophomore or a junior, made uh, the cover of the was it the Sports Illustrated magazine is like up and comers. He's already oh, wow. like pledged to go to USC. Of course, no, they're always pledged Matt to Liner's USC kid. around here. Yeah. He's supposed to be better than all those quarterbacks, uh, so it's going to be interesting to see if he. Better than Matt Parkley? Yeah. You know what? Oh, yeah. How better. dare you? No, he's he's definitely is better than Matt Parkley. We How do you a, know he's 12? He has a similar rank. Like, if you had to compare them, it's like two top. So, number one? Yeah, they were both number one. Number one. But I guess he's supposed to be better than Barkley. Very similar rank. <laughs> I'll, uh, I'll go even further. So, we're talking about uh, high school. Let's talk about 10-year-old kids. Did you guys see this shit about <laughs> no, 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 no. Stop, stop, stop. <laughs> oh, boy. Did you see the swimming kid? He shattered Michael Phelps's uh, childhood record. A 10-year-old. Wow. I mean, it's going to happen. Sure. We're it just getting better as humans. Okay, I'm been, not personally, but... Well, it had been held for 23 years. I know, but we're uh, just saying we're getting Can you getting tell us his name really quick, too, Sean? Clark Kent. Isn't that the Superman's name? Wow. Yes. <laughs> what? What is yes? What the what heck that's is that? That's a little crazy. <laughs> okay, so what type of kid is this? Is he like... <laughs> what is a homo sapien, I think? <laughs> is this the guy's uh, shape of water, the character's offspring or something like that? <laughs> No. I think he's still human. This is a hybrid. <laughs> this would totally make sense. He's it the could, freaking person, a sense. human, and a freaking creature. It okay. could just be Clark Kent. <laughs> so, well, let's just say what the record was. So he uh, was more than a second better than the 100-meter butterfly record Phelps set in the championship of 1995. And by the way, Joe, you got some food on your cheek. <laughs> Saving it for later. Okay, but good. the audience doesn't know that I'm eating a delicious well, they do now. sandwich. <laughs> <laughs> what was that? <laughs> <laughs> I almost freaking choked. Okay, Joe, take, take a couple minutes off. Okay. Finish your sandwich. Yeah. Because we're going to talk some shit you don't even care about, right? No. Just swimming still? 
But yeah, I just thought it was, you know, perfect timing. We we're talking about high school kids, and we don't go any younger than that. I was like, well, this I saw this. This was like four days, or probably last weekend. I and Kevin Spacey will follow this kid's career. I'm sure. Oh, Andy. oh boy, he went there. Right. So, what about this baseball, Andy? Baseball, it's a professional league, and that's the, the segue I tried to do. But uh, I think we we had a good little topic right there. Yeah. Want to talk about the uh, major major league baseball? You know, there's the American League, the National League. Is that what it stands for? MLB. Major League Baseball. Okay. Yes. In case you didn't know. Now we're on topic. But uh, we just had the the trading deadline just uh, finished. Uh, we've been talking about some trades over the past few weeks. You know, big big names, Manny Machado, those kind of names. Uh, there's some other big names that just got traded since we last talked to you. I think uh, Chris Archer is probably the uh, the top name. He went to the Pirates. The Pirates are all in. They they got hot towards the uh, right before the All Star break. I think they want to make a push. I don't see it happening. I think they're too I far. Where exactly where are they right now? I believe they're like three games over 500, and like so that would like, make them like out are they? six back or something. Because that's it. I was actually surprised open. by that because I thought for sure Archer was going to go to like a real contender. There's there's seven behind the Cubs, so six behind the Brewers. But I guess where's the wild card though? Yeah, so I think they'd be six behind the Brewers is the wild card, I assume. But I guess you get two spots though. Sometimes but I think the Brewers seems... and uh, the Diamondbacks. Diamondbacks. Are up there, yeah. so, yeah. And actually, yeah. even like in the NL East too, you got the Phillies or yeah. Braves, whichever one's not in first. So they're in the hunt. They're not going to make it. But though. I yeah, I don't think. I just don't see the. Uh, the fundamentals of that team really being all that good. They just this offseason they just dumped a bunch of guys. Um, Garrett Cole, it's like they dumped Garrett Cole and then went in all in to get another starter. Why don't you just keep Garrett Cole? Yeah, I don't. I don't know what that. There and really they doing. also got rid of a a young guy to when they traded for. They Archer. traded two guys who are already on the the major league roster. Yeah, I believe. Well, they traded were, a good young guy too, Austin Meadows. Yeah, I believe he's I a they, pretty. I think they both played. Um, Glassnow was the other guy. Yeah, Glassnow. They both played so far. I think Meadows was still in AAA. I right? would have hated to get traded to the Rays because they've had this thing all season long where they start their starters for about yeah. two innings, and then do bullpen the rest of the way. And it's interesting because other than Archer and Blake Snell, every other starter literally does go like two or three innings, and then it's bullpen for the rest of the way and. They are surprisingly three games over 500 after they beat the Angels today. I mean, too bad they're in the AL East, which is, uh, you know, has the two best teams in baseball pretty much in it outside of Houston. But it's gonna have that division looks like it's gonna have like possibly two 100 game winners this year, which is pretty unheard of for one division. Yeah, well, it's incredible. Boston is just even pulling away from the other guys. Yeah, Boston's it's currently how... beating the Yankees right now, 14 to six in like the seventh inning or something. So, so Boston's I mean, they got, been um... looking good. Well, it'll be interesting to see. I mean, that, that Yankee team, I just don't – I mean, I think it's going to be Boston-Houston in the – well, what's crazy is – I'll even say this. You look at Boston and the and the Yankees, they're both going to probably win 100 games this year, and if they don't, then that means one of them is going to have like 98 or something at least. Yeah. And then you're going to have – Houston's going to win their division. Cleveland will win theirs. And the crazy thing is, is Boston or New York is going to have to win theirs, which means whichever one doesn't, which right now it's looking like maybe it's going to be the Yankees that don't, have to play in the wild card game. Which would most likely be against Seattle, right? I think Oakland tied them. Or Oakland. Seattle so. or Oakland. And the funny thing is, is you know, you would think, okay, that game will, will be in New York. That'll be an easy game for them. but Or it should be an easy game, but it's like it's just one game, though. I mean, who's to say Oakland doesn't start a guy or Seattle doesn't start? Uh, Seattle's got Paxton. Let's say yeah. it's Seattle, and they start Paxton that game. He's already thrown a no-hitter this year. He's a great pitcher. He goes out and throws six, seven solid innings. All of a sudden, New York's going to have, like, Maybe a 99 wins, 100 or, or like 103 wins, and not even get really into the playoffs. 
Yeah, in a way. That's crazy. It's crazy I think to it's, think like that could happen. It's the downside of the wild card. Maybe yeah. they should have if, if you have a ten game lead over the second wild card, <laughs> they just don't even play the game. Well, I mean, it's gonna have to eventually get to a point. Maybe if you just want to have best four should go. Doesn't matter about. That's why a lot of people want to just get rid of divisions and wild card altogether. Just yeah. make the best four go. You know, it's not fair for a team to win a hundred and three games and happen to lose to a team that wins ninety two because. They, I mean, just in a one-game playoff. I mean, if it's in a five-game series, then that's okay. There, I have no problem with that at all. Obviously, that's sports, that's baseball. But, but to have it like losing a one-game playoff because you're basically playing this team to get in, that kind of is unfortunate. Yeah, the Yankees did make make a move. They got uh, Lance Lynn from the Twins, who's been doing okay. Lance Lynn, really quick, because I had some money on yesterday's uh, game. Not surprised. Lance Lynn came in because I had actually the over of nine runs, and it was seven or it was. Seven to one in the third inning, so I'm like, oh, I'm golden right now. Then you blink and it was seven to one in the bottom of the eighth, and it was because Lance Lynn had come in and pitched like five shutout innings for New York, and I was like, oh shit, dude, maybe he just needed a t- uh, just to change a team. Yeah. Final score though ended up being seven five, so I, everyone out there that was worried, we did come through. <laughs> well, there you go. It's a happy ending. But it nice. was funny that Lance Lynn though he. Uh, he actually, it's good because he's a decent pitcher, but he just struggled in, uh, where was he, Minnesota? Minnesota. Minnesota got all those guys. They all kind of didn't work out. Yeah, Logan Minnesota Morrison. was some sellers there because they got rid of Brian Dozier to your L.A. Dodgers. Yes. And they got rid of uh, Eduardo Escobar, sent him to the Diamondbacks. So they sent a few players to the NL West. All their, I mean, the yeah, the NL West. So that'll be, uh, I think those are two good moves for both those teams. Eduardo Escobar is a great hitter. Dozier is a good hitter. He had a good debut last night for L.A. He's a second-half hitter is what I've yeah. seen. He's got some power. The guy's had a 40-home run season before, too. He said he hit 23 home runs after the All-Star break in 2016. Yeah, well, That's we know. pretty good. Side note, though, we also know who else is like so far a good second-half hitter is Rice, Reese Hoskins. Yeah. We were talking about this earlier, how he's got, like, almost, what, almost 10 home runs or about 10 home runs since the All-Star break, and he had that huge second-half or he had that huge surge when he came up last year all in like August and stuff like that. So it's just funny. Got to wait for the earth to warm up. Yeah, I he don't does. Know. He's a big, uh, that humid air probably out yeah. on the East coast. That ball just flies for the man. So is anyone going to top Boston in the AL? Like, do you think Boston's really separated themselves here? No, I still think Houston's the best. I think Houston's the best. Yeah. I do because I think right now Houston's, it's actually working out well for depth. Houston because they've had some guys injured. Correa has been out for over a month. I don't even think he's come back yet. And then just the other day, I mean, and they they rested Springer and Altuve the other day, so they had no Springer, no Altuve, no Correa in that lineup, and still ended up scoring eight runs, I think, against the Mariners, and ended up winning. I mean, that team's just deep. I mean, they got yeah. other guys that can step up. But my biggest thing with that is the pitching, and every time it comes into uh, October, it's always about the pitching, because you see those good teams get shut down sometimes. And I just think with Justin Verlander, Garrett Cole, and then the way Charlie Morton's pitched this year, and then the fact that you can throw Dallas Keuchel in there, McCullers, I mean, is probably going to come out of the bullpen or pitch like a random game four or something. There, That pitching's just too deep. And then their bullpen's already number one in baseball right now. And then they added Osuna to it. I just think that their pitching's going to be the thing that separates them from the rest because Boston's bullpen is... I know it's not bad, but its I don't think it's anything crazy. But, I mean, outside of Chris Sale, I still don't think that Boston rotation is incredible. No. I mean, they're a one-man show with Chris Sale pretty much. They win their games because of their offense. They win their games because of days like today where they put up 14 runs in six innings against a good New York team. 
And that's why that's how and I just think in the playoffs like it just doesn't end up working like that. I honestly, I'll say it right now, I think it's gonna be a rematch of last year. I think it's gonna be All Houston right. Dodgers again. Just because Dodgers went and made those moves. Yeah. I do think a team like Milwaukee could given the Dodgers trouble this week. I was going to say, I think they could give them a little bit because Milwaukee, what I liked what Milwaukee did is even at the start of the year, they went out and got pieces. They went out and got Lorenzo Cain and Christian Yelich. Both those guys were all-stars this year. They've done well. Uh, Jesus Aguilar comes out of nowhere and has been a great player for them. They go out at the trade deadline. They got Mike Moustakis, and then they went and got that Jonathan Shoup guy from Baltimore who's had a great year last year who's just a solid hitter to have. It gives them depth. Every every night they have like a different lineup. They've got like you know Travis Shaw starts some games, some games he doesn't. They got that Eric Thames. I mean they just have a deep lineup, which in the NL is big. They have a top three bullpen in baseball. Their biggest thing is just going to be their starting pitching. I don't think I thought they would have been a team that should have gone out and tried to get like a Chris Archer or something, but I don't know if they had the, the yeah, prospects maybe really to want to. Yeah, you're right, but I'm still saying that like a, a player like that would have been beneficial for them. But Baltimore's, I mean, uh, Milwaukee is definitely. I think Milwaukee is going to be a team to reckon with in the playoffs. You think they're going to win the division? They're a game behind the Cubs. Cubs made a move. Got yeah, Cole got Hamels. Cole Hamels, who pitched well last night, too, in his debut. I don't know if they're going to win the division, but if they don't win the division, they're definitely going to be a wild card team, I think. Because yeah, the Phillies or so. Atlanta, one of them is going to fall apart. Probably Philly. I think that Atlanta team is actually solid. But I think Philly will eventually start to fade. But then it's like, well, will Washington catch up? I mean, Washington. I don't think so. They, they didn't. Uh, make a move either way yeah they didn't sell and they didn't go out and get anyone i um, just think that brewer team is good they I think cut they cut a reliever uh sean kelly for having a meltdown in a game they're winning by 20 runs <laughs> they're beating the mets i think like 22 to 2 or something and he gave up a three on home run and just freaked out but like i understand i would do that too <laughs> he, just that threw, long, he threw his glove and everything and, and the uh the, the manager said like that's not the kind of culture we want in our clubhouse like that's bullshit but i just think he wasn't that good and if Bryce Harbor had a tantrum, they wouldn't cut him. But. Well, Bryce Harbor already had that incident last yeah. year with Papel Bonner. What was that, two years ago? Yeah. Was I think Papel Bonner. Let's not forget, Bryce Harper just won the city the home run. That's all, that, that's all they're winning this year. That's all they're winning. So that's I mean, really big. And that's the, what they're weighing out. This that is city, they won, they won a title this year. They're fine. Who gives yeah. a shit? Yeah, they're good to go. Yeah. The Capitals, they, they sold it to them. Yeah, and obviously the Wizards are like the favorites next year in the NBA <laughs> with uh, Dwight Howard. Yeah. And that's a given. He- heavy favorites, actually. A healthy like, John Wall and uh, you're Rise gonna of get him going. And we start going with Ubre, and they paid. Did you Porter. see John Wall's picture? They got that was a story. Of, they got rid of him. You know what? That I, was a funny story because they talked about how like it looked like he had just had a great night in Vegas the night before. Yeah. That was really funny. He looked like Joe after a whole foot long sub. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, if you want to see that, we uh, have a story of him. On our Tony's Take Instagram page. That's, right. yeah. that's Tony's.Take. Follow us. Well, yeah, so I think that's the uh, the story in baseball is what, what teams really uh, made the, the right yeah, additions. I was, I was proud of, uh, not, I mean, because I, I, I've always, I say this all the time, out of all the ma- four major sports, baseball's the one where it's like the most trades seem to happen and those are the most beneficial to the teams. And I always think like it's the teams that go out at the trade deadline and are buyers that end up being the ones that end that can end, that end up winning the World Series. Last year, the Houston Astros went out and got Justin Justin Verlander, and the moment they got him, he was huge for their team. And uh, I just think this year, the Dodgers getting Dozier and Machado was big for them. Uh, I think the Milwaukee going out and getting uh, Scoop and getting uh, what's his face, uh, Mustakas. Mustakas. Shouldn't he be your favorite player? Yeah, he's a he's a Greek guy. I yeah. do like him. 
And then I also think that uh, uh, what was it? Yankees getting Britain could help, you know. And then uh, they got other... they got Hap, Lance Lynn. Yeah, Jay Hap. Well, I, I just saw Hap's on the ten day DL with the yeah. uh, hand, foot, and mouth disease. Hey, yeah, he has like a mouth disease. Same <laughs> thing at a Cindergard had looks, that. Looks like maybe just had a little quick fun already that's in a, New York, huh? That's <laughs> like found, mouth a, found a woman of the night possibly. No, <laughs> he gave him some mouth disease. <laughs> <laughs> Kids usually get that from like oh. touching <laughs> shit and then putting their hands in their mouths. Will. Maybe he it actually doesn't shit. surprise me out of all sports for baseball to be the one to have that happen because your hands are in dirt, you're chucking the tobacco, oh, dude, touching, you're around like 20 well, players in a locker room. He probably went on the subway once. Exactly. Like, there's the just subway. so much like shit particles on your hand after that. You have to... I would have doubted that place was <laughs> shitty. Like, yeah. There was shit everywhere. No, there was. In the railroads. Like, it's just like, where the fuck? And then I feel like there was puddles of like water there down there. I literally thought it was pissed. There's no way. Probably is. It's rain. <laughs> just. Fuck, it was dirty. Pipe bursts and just leaks. No one knows. Yeah, liquid ooze. I don't think anyone's really paying attention over there. No, uh, they're not. No, not at all. But yeah, those idiots, we just get to drive everywhere in traffic on the freeways. Yeah, nobody does. They're nice. And yeah. you can shit in your car if you want, and you don't have to, and it's not going to bother anyone else. Well, right? it might bother you. You're going to have to smell it. Yeah, but it's not going to bother the other drivers if you shit in your own car. Not at all. That's, that's the American way. Okay, so you can way. sit in a cattle car with a whole bunch of people smelling shit. Or you can sit in traffic on a freeway in your own car. Yeah. So which one? I guess it's just which one would you like? Yeah. Well, you're Matter also preference. Be acceptable to a bunch of strangers, homeless people that are bumping up to, against you. How do you know they're homeless? They look homeless. Okay. <laughs> they are homeless. <laughs> Don't forget about my motto. If they look like trash, gotta treat them like trash. Oh, wow. So, so good to know your stance words. on homeless people. Who do you uh, take that from? That's me. I it was FDR? Uh, I think so. <laughs> yeah. James Joyce. All right, let's keep it moving. Yeah, what other sports are there? Is there something called football that we like to talk about? I've no, never heard of it. Okay. <laughs> College football? No. Nope. That's not exciting. No. Nothing ever happens except for, you know, coaching scandals. That actually well, We actually have a true. lot of new coaches coming into the Pac-12. Um, Do we? Five out of the 12 of them. Yeah, who's Arizona's new guy? He was someone who's an old guy, but I forgot already. Well, oh, also, it was Kevin Sumlin. And I know you're excited, oh, Andy. Chip Kelly in UCLA. Chip Kelly, UCLA. Oregon's got a new coach. I know that. So I had some yeah, insider some from coaches. a buddy of mine who's a big football guy. He's a coach over there at uh, Orange Lutheran. He said that uh, there's value in betting Oregon to win the Pac-12 this year. They're at like yeah, they're... six and a half to one. He said something about how they were – a top offensive team in the league last year missing some of their key players or a quarterback or something, but I was like, you'll see. The Washington's the favorites. Washington's like yeah. almost minus 200. I think they're ranked like number five. Yeah, they're like almost minus 200. Uh, Washington has a dirty duo coming back, especially with this Jake Browning kid, which is going to be a Heisman candidate. I mean, he already was two years ago. Well, he's he's, gonna he's be really still there, huh? Yeah. I mean, he's still there. Like, you have to remember Four-year he, starter. He a high Heisman Good for him. So. Good for him. Those are the guys you cheer for. Yeah. The guys that stay their whole four years. Same with uh, Bryce Love. He'll be a Heisman yeah. candidate again. I think, I think he's second. already the f- He might be the favorite. I think he is the favorite. Yeah, yeah. He is the favorite. So, he's that, got some boots. He's, he's very versatile, just like um, our boy McCaffrey. And, uh, the he's our boy now? Our boy. Well, huh? you know. He's not, not my boy. I forgot he's about McCaffrey. Oh. <laughs> not my boy. McCaffrey had a good year last year for a first guy. For a first guy. <laughs> but, uh... Anyway, yeah, you wanted to so before uh, Joe got all excited about coaches. Yeah. You there was I a good scandal, too. and it's actually a scandal from my family's favorite team, oh, wow. where my family is from. It's hitting home. 
Greece. It does hit home, yeah. Tripoli, <laughs> the Tripoli Titans. No, but the Ohio State Buckeyes had a scandal. Andy, I yeah, know you're so, uh, You know Urban Meyer, maybe one of the most famous oh, yeah. football coaches. He was Tim Tebow's coach. Yep. Um, he's he won retired. a couple national titles, right, mm, or just one? Probably. I think he's he's won one in Ohio State and one in Florida. Yeah, yeah, he definitely won one so, in Florida. Um, I think he won two in Florida, actually. Okay, yeah, maybe. But I don't – not for sure. Um, so he's uh, had success. He retired from Florida the first time because of a uh, heart condition and then just found himself back at Ohio State somehow. I always thought that was uh, kind of strange. Well, I think a lot of times it's like the same thing with Tyron Lue a little bit. I think these guys do just get overstressed a little bit. Yeah. And I think it, it's just – it's too much on your body, and you really do need to take time to be like, whoa, wait a minute, what's more important? You know, my health is the most important. And it just gives you a time to just relax and realize that – you know, yes, this is my thing, this is my job, this is my life, but it's not worth no, whoa, dying. Oh, what are you talking about, man? This is like a college Division One coach. He has to either blood, sweat, pour his tears into this team because we're we're looking forward for a national championship, and this is coming from any true fan. Their coach doesn't want to die for this team. I don't. Well, know he if didn't. Our coach. That's the thing. Once Tebow left, there's no reason to die anymore. And hmm. he's like, I'm quitting football. And two years later, he's back. Yeah, it was I don't all, like it. it was all to work out in his favor. They've but now it hasn't because that's no. that's yeah. the gist Something's of the story. Something's stirring uh, up. What do you guys think it is? Coach Meyer was placed on administrative leave, and this paid. Is, paid. That's not relevant to the story, but but he's still getting. Paid. It is a fact. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> gotta have all the facts, Andy. Uh, it's stemming from an incident with involving his one of his assistant coaches that he's been with for a, a while now, who had multiple incidents where. He assaulted his wife, and this most recent one, I think it was 2015, um, This the ex-wife here said that Urban Meyer must have known this happened because she talked to his wife and everything, and they never did anything about it. Uh, the Wait, the coach has now been fired, but that was like as of like last week. What about yeah, the whole code? Like, yeah, and the what? The whole code? What? You don't know she told him. I'm, I'm not sure on I'm all the details. There's no such thing as a whole code, guys. There's a bro code. I'm, just, I'm trying to respond respectfully here. <laughs> here uh, bringing the segment down here. Uh, no, it, it, it is very serious. Uh, you don't know. Can can you just fire a guy for after hearing this? I mean, you would expect he has a personal relationship with this guy that you wouldn't want this guy to be on your staff if this is if there's any chance this is yeah. true. I just think it just sucks for Urban Meyer because it's like it just it puts him in an un unnecessary shitty position because some guy had to go out and be an idiot. Yeah. It's because it's like it is his friend, so it's like he comes up and says, like, it's like, okay, he knows this happened, and you know that happened, but at the end of the day, you're like, okay, I want to just put that behind me. I'm going to focus on the coaching. I don't need this to come out and But just get rid of him. Thing, you can't have that. Exactly. You don't so want guess, that guy coaching 18-year-old kids. It's, no, exactly, because it's, it's true. He, it's it. obviously he's got an anger problem, you know. Yeah. But it's it just, it just sucks for Urban Meyer because, like, right now he's out of a job after having a very good job because – Somebody he, has to go leave. out and be an idiot. I don't know what they're going to have an investigation. So I guess that's it true. Doesn't so that mean, means he could come back. Yeah, it's um, – I mean, we could talk about this in our entertainment edition. Uh, Chris Hardwick uh, did not lose any of his jobs. He was placed on leave, and he's now back at all of his jobs. Well, it's the kind of thing people so, love to be mad until the next one happens. In yeah. a couple of weeks, the same thing so will I, I would not be surprised. Um, and I don't even know if it would be – Ohio State would face a lot of criticism if they let him back. Because it'd be like, oh, it's just because he's a good coach. If uh, you know, Jim Mora last year with UCLA got caught doing anything, 
UCLA wouldn't uh, try to keep him around because they were going to fire him anyways. But with Urban Meyer, I think they, they feel like he's a guy who's going to stay there for another 20 years and win more championships. Um, but I, I, don't, I don't care for him because he, he has a record of – he doesn't seem to be uh, doing a great job on the with uh, people. This was Aaron Hernandez's coach. Oh boy, this is yeah, that's a good point. There's multiple other guys. He obviously in and Aaron Hernandez got in trouble in high school. I mean, in college also. So I yeah. think he does just kind of like. And I mean, you would think after the whole Did Joe it, Paterno thing, like you, it's you got to get to a point where obviously Joe Paterno stuff, in my opinion, was much worse. But like the stuff oh, that went on there, yeah. I think untouchably worse. <laughs> yeah, but I'm just saying, like regardless, <laughs> regardless of its doing stuff like Sandusky was doing or beating your spouse. I mean, all of them are bad things. But I'm just saying. I think these coaches have to come to realize now, and I think this is what the league's trying to do in general, say, like, hey, if you know any of that shit's going around, if you want to keep your job, just fucking go say something. Just yeah. tell someone, like, hey, or, like, fire the person and be like, hey, you go up to someone and be like, hey, I'm going to be honest with you. I know he did this. I know he does this. We got to get rid of him or else it's going to bring the whole program down. And then that's when you'd be like, oh, okay. And then that's what those people get. They have to, you have to pay for your consequences. You do things in life. You gotta suffer the consequences. Well, who's to say that Urban Meyer did go to the athletic director himself, and then gave him a proposal? No, well, Urban Meyer would not be on administrative leave if he had gone up to them and leaves him out of the equation. Yeah, no. I mean, he's not going to be in any legal know. trouble with this. No, I, no, I know. It's just the fact yeah, that like we don't want that face you with say, us why? because you knew well, about it. What did the coach even do? Is when we say like he beat his wife? Like I actually don't know all the details. I haven't details, seen it, I but know. I heard, thought I heard from someone. That it was like a pretty bad video. Like he was throwing some elbows, I think, or something. And okay, so NFL style, not just like yeah. Well, then he's a big guy the too. They were yeah. they, they showed a picture of him. This but it's time. crazy because it's like it's one of those things too. Like I don't know if that video is out there or I mean, but it's the same thing with Ray Rice. When Ray Rice did his whole thing with his girlfriend, he everyone had known about it. Like oh, he beat his girlfriend. We know it was bad. We know he was dragging her by the hair or whatever. But it was like he was gonna come back to teams. And then when the video leaked. And people started seeing the video and actually saw him beating her up in the elevator, saw him grabbing her by the hair out of the elevator. That's when people were like, oh, wait a minute. We already had the, like, hearing of it. Now we have the visual of it. And that's what people – Ray Rice never played another snap in the NFL again. Yeah. And it's like – it's one of those things where it's like people need to hear things. Like, it's like – you know, I heard a good example of that was, like, if someone's, you know, wife cheats on them. And it's like you hear about it and you're, like, upset about it. But if you were to actually walk in and see it, it's a different story. <laughs> Yeah, that's what I'm just saying. It's the visual thing gives you more, oh my goodness, as opposed to just hearing about something. Yeah, I just wonder if it was like a, he grabbed her arm and they're like, "You're an animal," or if it no, would be like I don't think it was. No, yeah, I bet it was pretty bad because I think a video has surfaced. But like I said, I don't what's know. the uh, assistant coach's name? Is it dumb like Urban? I think it was like Ryan Smith. I think it was something <laughs> oh, very, very okay. Dan Smith. I should BYU. Hold, <laughs> How do you um, get the name Urban? That's so weird. I don't, yeah, I don't know if it's, it's short for yeah, I don't know where suburban. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Maybe just stupid. <laughs> Maybe that was their favorite vehicle. Maybe it's long for herb. Just U R B. I don't think so. <laughs> I don't know any other urbans though. But it sounds Is like it, a rapper's name. It could be like a senator from like 1822. Urban, urban delight. He's uh he's playing at the troubadour. Yeah. In three weeks. Just got out of a juvenile detention. So he's from Toledo. So, I mean, he's from a local guy. Normal place. Is that his name, Ryan Smith? Is that right? Oh, the assistant? Yeah. It's something. So what happened to him? Obviously, he got fired. He got fired last week. So it, I think the story came out, and it took him a while for them to, like, okay, yeah, he's fired. How did it come out? 
I believe it's uh, in the divorce proceedings or something. I'm not sure. Okay. Zach Smith. Zach Smith. That's right. pretty. Yeah, I should have done more research. Come maybe. on, off road. Um, you got a, a but I think, hold on, hold on. This is what it's it's saying. Accusations that Zach Smith on various occasions threw her against a wall, picked her up by her neck, took a golf club to her car, and broke her windshield after a recruiting dinner. Okay, well the car the car thing he's an idiot because he's paying for that most likely, so he's dumb. But everything else, yeah, fuck that guy. Oh, glad you care about the car. So I guess the abuse began. The abuse began in 2009. Yeah. So this was an ongoing Jesus. thing. I think that's what made things so upset. It wasn't wasn't like a one time thing. Like this is something. Okay. The, and at that point, obviously, the, she's probably not leaving him because let's yeah, be honest. Yeah, she needs therapy. Yeah, he's got well, she, some money. She, they're getting divorced now. Oh, well, now yeah. nine, almost ten years yeah. later. Oh, it's beyond. She, he's got money. She doesn't value her own life. Yeah. Well, that's sad. Call Doctor Drew. It's very unfortunate. That, why that especially happens? Especially in but. times of these days, where the girls are being more open to lashing out on all these incidents, yet. Uh, lashing out is not the right shadows, I don't think she lashed out at all. I think uh, he did. Taking a beating when it's unnecessary and it shouldn't be allowed, which is why. Well, it's not allowed. <laughs> <laughs> I, believe, I don't think any state allows that yet. <laughs> still. still. And <laughs> domestic violence has been legalized <laughs> in no, Mississippi. Domestic violence, it's not allowed. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's a, it's a good thing that um, there's more consequences because now people will. You won't. That honestly, situation will be rare where they stay and, through the and whole. And honestly, I think it's getting to a point where their point has become, okay, we're going to go after, even though it wasn't the head coach, we're going after the head coach because these are your guys. You're yeah. going to take responsibility. And then it gets to a point where it's like you're firing the head coaches or getting rid of the head coaches, of these, especially guys like Urban Meyer that are big names to big programs the same way Paterno was. It's, it's really sending a message because it's going to make them say, these coaches be like, hey, if I know anything, I'm gonna say something because I don't want my well, job. In to be this case, I, it, it doesn't even matter like what crime it is. If like you that's know your assistant coach stole a car or something, you shouldn't. You don't want that guy and in your and staff. That's my point. Is they're trying to make. I think so. they're trying to make it be a point like, hey, we don't care if it's like you said, it's something like yeah, whether it's stealing a car, whether it's sexual abuse or physical abuse. It's you're gonna, you know, if you if you know about it and we find out you know about it, and this comes out even five years later, like you're gonna take the fall with them. And so I mean, it's unfortunate for Urban Meyer, but it's like. You know, I mean, if he really needed to go get a new job somewhere else, he will have another job within a year. In Italy. So would Did you see you? that story? No. Uh, Art Bryles, the former Baylor coach, who, who, it's kind of a similar situation where there's a bunch of sexual abuse happening oh, yeah. amongst his players, and he got fired from. Was Baylor. that the little white guy? I think he was a white guy. Yeah, I don't know. If, I don't know how small he was. I don't know. I gotta. <laughs> he was the coach at Baylor, but he he took a job coaching some team in like Italy. So there's some. Italian league, American football. I don't know. That sounds oh, like really? the worst job. Other than, I guess you're getting paid to live in Italy. That doesn't sound so bad. Yeah, they're worse. Doesn't sound thing. too bad at all. Yeah. And he was pretty well. I mean, he did change that Baylor early. You know, hey Joe, you want to go talk to that mic, by the way? Talking to it right now. Are you? Joe. Yeah. You're slouched over in your chair. You know what? I'm saying he's taking a back seat like Urban Meyer, <laughs> suburban Meyer. I'm just chilling. Clearly, Joe, talk. get closer to the mic, please. I'm fine. I'm talking to it right now. <laughs> we'll see. It's good. I can see the Because you're yelling now. Going. Yeah. Testing. One, two, no. Joe. Okay. Wow. Let's unplug his mic. <laughs> all right. Thank you, Joe. So I was talking about Italy, I think. But uh, I think yeah. that was all I had to say about yeah, Italy. There was nothing Italy. going on yeah. there. Yeah. So uh, Ronaldo's supposed to be making his debut pretty soon <laughs> for the team he ended. That was not the segue I was going for, but yeah, let's oh, talk. Well, we're already talking about the same location. Let's I know. Fans updated in the location. Then we'll travel back to the States. 
Sounds like a plan. Done. All right, so uh, Rome. Roma. <laughs> when right. is when is Ronaldo yeah, making his debut? Like I know the September, Italian league October? season starts. You no, know, it'll be August because the Italian league starts in August, I believe, along with the rest of them. But uh, yeah, I don't know when he's supposed to make a debut. I think he's debut. supposed to debut uh, the twentieth. Um, but I'm sure he's still dealing with all that tax invasion and stuff. So I think he's gonna settle in, make the payment. Then they get back to whooping some balls and then that. I don't think they have taxes in Italy, though, so he'll be fine. Oh, he's got an Oh, my handy. He owes the IRS. He doesn't owe the IRS, I'll tell you that. <laughs> he doesn't? <laughs> he doesn't live in America. <laughs> uh, he probably still owes the IRS a little bit. <laughs> well, so it's their version yeah, of the IRS. Yeah, the, the Spanish or yeah. IRS. Yeah. And so it looks like uh, he's going to make his debut when Juventus opens up their season against Chievo. Oh, that's my team. What is day it? is that? Um, Andy's wearing a Chievo shirt yeah. right now. They got uh, some guy named Hernandez, On Saturday, probably. August 18th. Suburban. Damn, I was close. August 18th. I said 20th. It'll, yeah, they're going to have themselves a good team. They actually just got rid of, I think, of uh, one of their good players, um, Gonzalo Higuain. Got, Sounds like a soccer name. They sent him to uh, AC Milan. I think there's too many uh, cooks in the kitchen right now. You can't have – I bet Higuain – because Higuain's played with Ronaldo before, and he's probably like, I know yeah, I this motherfucker plays. <laughs> he's the only one shooting. I'm I'm, I'm out of here. Smart move. But that, it, I'm actually excited for this next Champions League and all that stuff because Juventus was already a really good team, and Ronaldo was the perfect piece for them to take that next step. I mean, they're going to win the – they already always win the series, the series or whatever, but they're going to win that this year by – 30 plus, like 20 to 30 points easily. I mean, Napoli might give them a little bit of a contention. I don't Mike know if Napoli. Milan's wow. getting any better, but AS Roma is up there sometimes, but they're going to dominate. It's, it's funny because it's like when, when uh, Neymar went to PSG and, pair, and played in the French League this last year. He was dominating. You're almost like, dude, it's not fair having these guys. Because the French League, the German League, and the Italian League have each, all of them have one of very very good team that are one of the top te- uh, teams in the world you know the French League of PSG Italian League of Juventus the German League of Bayern Munich but outside of like that the team that they're on and then maybe one or two other teams it's a weak league it's not like the Premier League that's strong throughout Premier League has like eight really good teams in it the Spanish League you know did have the two powerhouses but now it's I mean Ronaldo I mean uh, Madrid's still going to be a powerhouse but yeah, Barcelona is probably going to win that table again this next year but It'll be exciting. I'm excited to see uh, Ronaldo out in Italy. I think he's going to just – it's funny because he's been a king in Spain and now he gets to be a king in Italy. What a life that man lives. Which he will. He just got to pay his taxes. Yeah, but anyway. I mean, don't write I a check to the IRS. Write it to the appropriate to agency in whatever country you're we in. Weren't, uh, we weren't and planning on – just told on, him uh, not to pay his taxes. We're going into the Italians or at least the European. Uh, what? Zlatan not making the all-star game against Juventus. What are your thoughts? <laughs> Is that to you? <laughs> to, to me? I don't know anything. Somebody, I open, mean, open floor. I don't know. <laughs> Take the mic. Caller, you're on. I'll put it this way. They would have won if he was on the field. But oh. They lost in a shootout. But, I mean, nonetheless, who cares? I mean, Juventus, who even knows if Zlatan wanted to play in that? Juventus had their freaking B team playing anyway. So, I mean, which Andy was actually laughing about yesterday when we were watching that was that it's funny because here's the MLS All-Star team. It's supposed to be the best players in America that are in the American League, and they're going up against 
not even the best club team in the world's B team, and they they lost. <laughs> it is pretty funny. Soccer still has a long way to go out here, but it's definitely improving when you have teams getting guys like Zlatan out here. David Beckham's played out here. Didier Drogba, David Villa. Some good players. Wayne Rooney's out here now. Yeah, we'll, we'll get them. Uh, these are people who, they're not household names, but maybe someday. Yeah. Rooney! Exactly. He just, got, he just went to a different club as well. He got paid. Yeah, I know. I just said he's yeah. here in the MLS. He's on DC United now. That's what's up. Joe. Yes, Joe. Okay, but anyway, I don't. soccer so, wasn't really on our agenda. So we're talking football in America. Yeah, we're going Let's back to the Let's talk about real we football back, in America. Baby. That's going to start in August. August uh, 2nd, tonight, I believe. Tonight was preseason. Today yep. is August 2nd, there, right? I see what okay, you're doing there now, right. Andy. I wasn't sure yeah. first where you were going because you're always a man of mystery. Yeah. <laughs> National Football League Hall of Fame game in Canton, Ohio. You got your yeah. Baltimore Ravens, your Chicago Bears, the classic franchises. I mean, Ravens have really only been around since '95, you but still, it, it's currently 17 to seven, Baltimore. Oh, we got guys yeah. like Lamar Mitch Jackson Trubisky. threw his first touchdown. And, oh. Trubisky didn't play tonight, though. Uh, well, we got guys like him we on do the have sidelines. Guys like him, though. He's on the sidelines. But you know um, who did play tonight? Chase Robert Daniel. Griffin the third. RG three is back. Talk He's, about Art Briles. Yes, exactly. There you go. Surprised you didn't say Peter Griffin, Joe. Joe always surprises us, so he can never surprise us. Yeah, that's true. Actually. Boogie boogie. But uh, we got – that's football. And it's not it's not the greatest game, but it's football, which means there's going to be better football in the weeks to come. Training camps are well underway. People are tearing the ACLs all the time. Uh, but that just means, what, four weeks from now we'll have week one? I think it said five weeks from tonight. Five weeks. And I'll tell you right now, all you uh, gamblers out there, if you're listening, five weeks from tonight, Atlanta at Philadelphia, I think last I saw, actually, I could give you a line right now, but I'm pretty sure last I saw it, the line for that game was uh, three and a half. And I'll tell you, wow. if it is three and a half, no, it's up to four now. Is Atlanta's Wentz getting even going to be ready by week one? Atlanta's getting lines. four. All you people out there, trust me, four is a great number. Take Atlanta plus four. That night, if you, I would bet it now, because what's going to happen that night is you got an Atlanta team, which is a solid team. They almost beat them. And uh, in the here's the thing: is you get Philadelphia, who I mean, they're a good team. They had a great season last year, but yeah, I mean, if Wentz does play, it's going to be his first game back in a while. If Wentz doesn't play, okay, yeah, I get it. Nick Foles won the Super Bowl, but at the end of the day, he's still Nick Foles. I mean, I'm not. He's a good quarterback, but he's still he's beatable. And then also keep in mind, Philadelphia is the team that knocked out Atlanta. Atlanta's going to want that revenge. And then secondly, uh, what was I going to say? Uh, Phil- Atlanta has to watch Philadelphia get their their uh, rings that night. Atlanta's going to want nothing more than to just ruin that parade. Atlanta's going to yeah. come out there. They're going to want to ruin the party. They're going to see them get their rings. They're going to have just that. They're going to want to take down the Super Bowl champs, and especially to do it in their house. And they're definitely a team capable of it. And at the end of the day, guys, remember, you don't need to beat the team. you got to beat the number. And even if they do lose, I could see that being a, easily a three-point game or something like that. Or maybe, worst case, it's a four-point game and get your money back. But four is a good number. And in that spot, I'm telling you, take Atlanta now. It's rare that I see a game that I look at and I'm like, oh, shit, take that. And especially because Philadelphia has become a public team. Because that's just how, I don't know, anyone out here that's uh, listening that's not from the America, which is probably none of you. But the thing with American people, most of them, all they like is the winning teams. When Seattle came out of the woodworks six years ago, everybody was a Seattle fan all of a sudden. Golden State Warriors, those fans have been poking out of nowhere 
it's bandwagon. And now all of a sudden, I a random bunch of random people are Eagles fans that I've heard of recently. Yeah, I liked so the Eagles before; it was cool. No, I know, and I have a friend of mine that also really I, liked the Eagles. Before, I would eat so chunky I'll, soup all the time because Don McNabb's mom. But made I'm just it saying, my point yeah, is, a true. lot of these people are they uh, and out here? It just seems like people love the teams that have won. And my point to that is, is the Eagles have become a public team quickly. Everyone's gonna probably want to put money on Philadelphia, like, oh, they won the Super Bowl, they beat Atlanta, blah blah blah. They're gonna win, but trust me, Atlanta. Not only do they cover that game that night, people, I would maybe even sprinkle a little on the money line. Oh wow! I think Atlanta maybe just I goes and wins. You, you remember forget. last year what happened? I think it was that was opening game was uh, Chiefs Patriots. Yeah, and the Chiefs fucking annihilated Hunt them. Came out and just yeah, and uh, Tyree Kill had a good night we too. Got to know him. Wait, was that Tony's tip of the week? What? Well, it's Tony's tip of yeah, it's gonna, first week of September. Yeah, five weeks from now. <laughs> it's still a week. September. Oh, God, that yeah. game is September. What number is that? Four. Yeah. Actually, you should no. take into Joe's take and put Atlanta <laughs> to win it all. Okay. I don't. I don't. I haven't looked at all the. Uh, they just paid their top two stars, and they drafted Calvin Ridley. This offense is going to be dirtier than dirt. They have a dual-headed monster and running back, and they just paid Matty Ice. They're going to put up some numbers. They're going to be going over. Yeah, they're good. They're I've actually the forgotten. They, they are going to have a good Hopefully team. Hopefully they have a like a 30-3 to 3 lead in the Super Bowl, though, so they don't blow it this time. Mm-hmm. Wow. Fucking assholes. They didn't stick Whoa. to the game plan, and God. they shit the bed. And that's very unfortunate for it them. It was unfortunate. that that is a mistake that they won't uh, repeat. Steve Sarkeesian is going to be opening up this Oh, open. come on. You're still loyal to that guy? And uh, unfortunately, he does follow me. So, you know what? I'm rooting for the Falcons. <laughs> Where does he follow you? Follow me wherever my teams that I have interest in. Okay. Okay. Oh boy. Okay. Well, Washington. Your dreams. Shit the bed. SC. Shit the bed. No oh, shit in the bed. Where he's at right Wrecking now. Wrecking ball. Took a dump in his bed. He was shitting the inpatient rehab bed. I think at one point. Oh, too. Andy. Yeah. He had some problems. <laughs> um, but I think that the biggest story going on right now during the off season is the holdout of Earl Thomas, one of the uh, the best defensive players in the NFL for for almost a decade now. Uh, he has given the Seahawks an ultimatum, give me an extension or trade me. I think he wants to be traded. He wants to be traded. He wanted to go to the Cowboys. That there, Legion of There was a story that said the Cowboys were going to give a second-round pick for him, but then they liked the guy that was available when they had their second pick, second-round pick this year, and decided to just draft a guy instead of trading for Earl Thomas. So. Well, youth, and then he is coming off of a broken leg. So I think, he's kinda, yeah. He's kind of coming off of an injury. I understand why the Seahawks well. don't want to give him an extension. Right. No, I see it too, especially because they're going in an alternate direction. I mean, the legend of Boomer doesn't even exist anymore. All their players are kind of going slowly going away. But hey, let's not count out this Khalil Mack because they're having issues there too. So he could come to yeah, a new defense think, and be a huge star. I think that's that's different. That they should pay him. They absolutely should pay him for that particular. The Rams team. should course, pay Aaron Donald. So. He's the one that created back their defensive mind to bring back a defense. Yeah. So, but the Thomas thing, he he wrote a whole article in the Players Tribune saying like. This is why he wants this. And it's just like, I don't get it. Like, he's made a lot of money. He shouldn't be worried about money. I'm not saying he shouldn't try to get paid as much as he can. But just play out a contract. If you don't get hurt, someone else will sign you next year. You'll get something. Right. I mean, he has a lot to prove. But I just think that his motivation for that particular team this year is that he just needs to get off of it because none of his his friends or his past athletes are That's the NFL. I mean... Careers are short. Careers are short. That's true. People go away. And you, what happens is you end up signing guys to big contracts, then it forces you to cut them because they're just not worth it. I don't think they wanted to get rid of Sherman. It's just that he, if they kept him, he would have made too much money. Well, he Sherman's just wasn't. Sherman's got a long way to go. They actually did, it wasn't worth they did it. good with letting him go because 
He got whooped by Marquise Goodwin, the San Francisco wideout, during the one-on-one drills. Yep. He's coming off of an Achilles injury in seven months. That's impressive, but I don't think that that actual body part of his is going to be ready to go in that amount of time. <laughs> I mean, he's probably going to get burned by – we're talking about the top receivers that are probably going to be lined up on him or at least take advantage of him. He's going to get smoked, boy. We'll see. Wow. Yeah. It'll be interesting. Uh, San Francisco is a hot pick this year because of uh, Garoppolo, but I think people like that. Sherman signing. So we'll see. Definitely. Played played uh, college up there. But I, I think I I want to see Thomas just play it out because I think this, I think Seattle is fine. I think uh, I mean they made the playoffs for like six straight years and just barely missed it last year. I think I think I'd like to see him back in there. I like I like seeing Pete Carroll out there. That's right, PD. Give, give him one more run. Well, let's see. Before uh, he goes. Eric Decker got signed to the Patriots. Yeah, the Patriots lost Jordan Matthews. He got hurt, so they signed Eric Decker. An injury that had a lot of potential, but it was like his hamstring, I think, yeah. calf, so they didn't really want to wait. I think they were playing. He's only, only played four years, and he's already like had too many injuries to keep going. It's sad. Sad. That's you think uh, Eric Decker's going to give any production on this Patriots offensive team? Yeah, he's white. Whoa. Tom Brady has already like taken him to dinner fourteen times. Well, let's to, not forget about who Randy. Tom Brady's number one target is. He's a white guy. I know that's what I'm saying. Oh is shit! That, I just got a tongue twisted myself. Tom Brady loves his white guys. Damn, that's true. Wow. Yeah. That's true. And he lost Amendola. Edelman is uh, out for four games. Yeah. So they just needed yeah. to get more Honestly, white guys Decker on the team. Probably oh have. no, they actually picked up one of those. Uh, Georgia running backs that I really like as well. And he's a scat back. He reminds yep. me a lot of James White. What's his name? Sony. Sony, yeah. yeah. Michelle yeah, Sony, yeah. He's going to be good to yeah. go. That, that offense is pretty scary because Tom Brady does like to do a lot yeah, of Yeah, I think passes. so. The offense is usually scary. Yeah, it's freaking scary. Because they have like a 400-pound beast of a man who just doesn't make any sense catching passes too. So. You talk about the Rob Gronkowski. Yeah, exactly. Neat. Isn't this just so exciting? Football yeah. is in the air. No, it is. It'll be I more exciting it. once it's five weeks from tonight. Tony's mustache is just like vibrating. <laughs> yeah. It's like, oh, look at all the bets I'm going to make. You hear that, ladies? Tony, <laughs> Tony can't wait <laughs> to, to bet on like Akron, though. That's what he's. That's, oh, his. Yeah, dude, that's where the money's yeah. at, dude. It's those random games, those random college Akron games. versus Houston on Thursday night. It's co- oh, Honestly, those are the games where. Uh, oh, the college ones, too. You don't get much. Uh, what do you think I was talking about? <laughs> oh, I thought you were talking about the pros. <laughs> the Akron team? <laughs> oh, but also, you know, another take of the week is going to be the. Cleveland Browns to have over five and a half wins. We'll get to it. We're yeah. going to have an over-under podcast segment where we say uh, what t- uh, the name a team and their total wins in Vegas and what we think is going to happen if it's going to go over-under. So that was just a preview from Joe saying for Cleveland to be over. But yeah, teaser. we will do all of those. But uh, anyway, Andy, though, like I was saying really quick, those are the games to bet on. Is those games where you don't want a game with too much public money coming. You want those games that are under the radar because a lot of times those games, if you, especially if you know your stuff, they don't have much, uh, you know, like sometimes those aren't their yeah. sharpest lines. And uh, Northern Illinois versus South and, Florida. Okay, and the re- it's funny that you bring that stuff up because when it does get to that certain part of the season, you do get all those random MAC games on like Tuesday, Wednesday nights. And I remember thinking like I was listening to something back in the day that said that ESPN – promote sports betting without even realizing it or without like intention or without like prom- oh, promoting know. that they do because of the fact that you put those games on because it's like anybody that's watching Northern Illinois versus Akron on a Wednesday night has money on that game probably same stuff when like you get those random Mississippi teams on Miss uh, Louisiana Lafayette oh yeah all those teams the Arkansas State like those are the games where Sunbelt Conference I've told you that like, I've had wagers on those games but it's true because who's watching those on a Tuesday night 
I mean, yeah, sure, there's people out there that like just football in general, but trust me, a lot of people, it's because they're watching. Uh, they have some action on the game. Yes, Joe? Yeah. Joe, you have anything to say here? I'm okay. Here? I'm okay. He's like, you uh, open your mouth. No like, comment uh, from Joe. Yeah, I think uh, we're all excited about football, and we will be talking more uh, in the coming weeks about it. I think that's all we're going to talk about it this week, though, because I think we're Ooh. we're done here, right? Tap it out. Joe's got a sandwich to eat. Yeah. I've already finished my sandwich, but the update is that we will talk to you soon. Uh, follow us, Tony's Take Podcast, on Instagram and iTunes Cloud. Nope. No. <laughs> I don't think so. The iTunes Cloud. It was close. <laughs> okay, I'll handle it, Joe. Uh, wow. iTunes Cloud. Well, yeah, you've been listening to Tony's Take Podcast Sports. This is episode 70. Make sure you hit that subscribe button. Tell your friends. Tell your mom. Share it on iTunes or on Facebook and uh, Instagram. In the cloud. Anywhere you can get it. In, in the iTunes cloud. cloud, cloud following you everywhere. Microsoft Azure, the Google cloud. Drive, any yeah. cloud services. And Dropbox. Dropbox, yeah. And Dropbox. Drop it. Put it in the Dropbox. Dropbox. Yep. As always, I'm Sean, and joined with me we had Off-Road Andy. Yeah, he did. Wrecking Ball in the cloud of iTunes and Tonet. Yes, yes, yes. All right. See you later.